Hello everyone and welcome to Orbital, the Gadgets 360 podcast. Here we discuss new topics in technology every week and the topic that's viral this week is Pokemon Go. It's a game that everybody has been playing and right from US, Australia and New Zealand where the game is officially available to places like India where it's not even available, people have found ways to sideload the game and enjoy it anyway. All of our top stories are related to Pokemon Go. Uh, so to talk about this, we have Rishi. Hey guys. And Akhil. Pika Pika. Along with your host, that is me, Pranay. So any of you want to explain what Pokemon Go is? So yeah, Pokemon Go is essentially Google Maps meets Pokemon. For at least those of you who haven't played the developer's last game, or the developer's Niantic, their last game was Ingress, which basically took place in its own dystopian kind of fiction where you have to capture certain locations by standing around and, you know, tapping your screen. Uh, it took place obviously with the use of augmented reality where you use a camera and, other, and GPS and other sensors to find these locations and capture. Yeah, in other words, you basically walk outside with your phone, looking at your phone and you will see a map of the road around you and yeah, you might encounter Pokemon, you might encounter something called a Pokestop where you go and you swipe the thing and you get special items in the game and you might encounter gyms which is where your Pokemon battle each other. It doesn't seem like there's enough content. The, 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 the distribution of Pokestops, so for those of you who don't know, Pokestops are essentially uh, landmarks in the game which you can tap to get uh, new items. Like Pokeballs yeah, or like Pokeballs potions. or potions or even eggs. It's uh, It just doesn't seem too equitable but then I'm guessing that's because uh, the entire game's data, because since this uses GPS and real-life locations, uh, a lot of the data is taken from Ingress, which was Niantic's last game. It's it's because you have that dependency on existing data. Ingress's data was mainly crowd crowdsourced. They got fans of the game to actually suggest which key locations should be included or not. Uh, that's not the case with Pokemon Go. Everything's been set already. And then it's not like the developers taking new location options. So it seems a little threadbare to me. It seems that there, there hasn't been much thought given to uh, how, how to distribute these equitably across a country. So at least that's my opinion right now. And Yeah, I mean, even I have noticed that in some yeah. places there are way too many Pokestops. Huh. But in other places, there are just there's just absolutely nothing. Just keep walking for kilometers on end and you might find two or three Pokemon. Um, so... Akhil, you want to talk about your experiences with the game? Right, so my most of my playtime has been confined to highways and major roads because I've only played it mostly while I've been traveling in a car, mm. which I've heard from Rishi, like a lot of people have been doing the same as well. So, which is why I would either, when I find a Pokemon, I have to be like really vigilant. So if I don't like touch the Pokemon, within like two, three seconds, my car's like sort of gone past that yeah, like particular location there, yeah. and I can't like access it. So like I'm really happy when there's only one Pokemon in a certain area because I am, I'm destined to get get that one. Even, unless I miss it like with three, four Pokeballs and it kind of like just like dashes away. Mm. But if there's like three Pokemon that randomly appear at one location, then I'm doomed because I only know I have to like sort of guess. Hopefully the one I sort of choose is going to be the highest combat point one. Otherwise I'm sort of missing out on Has the Has it happened two. to you though that you can see two Pokemon at the same time? Yeah, it's happened to me like three Pokemon at the same time. So I okay. think there was, uh, I don't know exact Pokemon there was, but I sort of had to like decide in one second like which one I was going to select and mm. thankfully it turned up to be around 80-90 CP so I was happy even though I had no clue the, what the other Pokemon's power powers were or how 
amazing they were. Yeah, this is another thing in the game that's kind of weird. Like same Pokemon will have different combat paths if you catch them at different points of time. Yeah, so like when I, I was, I mean, it happened with us. Yeah. Yeah. So when I was at level one or two, I was catching all Pokemon with ten or twenty combat points. Whereas now, if I catch a Pokemon, even if it is the base version, the non-evolved Pokemon, it still is about hundred, one fifty CP. And I've seen uh, people have have this uh, Doduo, which is the base level Pokemon that evolves into Dodrio. Uh, of 200 plus combat points so i mean it just i guess it changes the higher higher the level you are the more the combat points of the pokemon you catch uh, i mean yeah it also seems a little unbalanced maybe maybe like you said depending on your level uh, and what what what, what annoys me the most is that for if you compare this to other mobile games compared to let's say something as popular as candy crush or even as angry birds was back in the day uh, there wasn't. There is no tutorial to this. It's it's very much uh, you know come together, figure it out yourself, speak to your friends and figure it out. It's a and I I, I see the appeal of doing that also because you're you're letting you're allowing people to discover their own ways to play. But at the same time, the fact that there is no guidebook or rulebook or way forward, it 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 does leave a few things in the dark. It is also why there is so much interest in every single article on Pokemon Go that we've written because there is no guide in the game. Yeah. So whatever we are writing based on our experiences, that is actually helping people learn how to play the game. That is possibly true, but it also makes it a lot more tough from a user point of view. It, it, I mean, the fact, that, the fact of the matter is when you're downloading an app, you're, you, the, the app's supposed to tell you how it's supposed to work. Uh, and if it doesn't do that, and if you have to hunt left, right and center for that information, it's a little disturbing. From from point of view of pure usage, from a pure I user think more experience. More than like a tough thing, it also somehow makes it confusing. Cause like just like before how we were recording this podcast, I had like I asked Rashid like a couple of questions because yeah. I couldn't understand. Like I even asked you about the whole like you can return Pokemon to the professor and you get candy for it. I had no idea about that. Yeah. And then I was like there's like when you have those nearby section where it shows you like Pokemon which are around you, you get these like tiny symbols, like kind of like feet below it, right? And I've seen it either like two or three. And even though I've sort of like walked around in the entire place, which said, said the nearby Pokemon, never actually like sort of, they've never actually gotten closer to me. Yeah. So it's it's a lot of, I mean, it, it's like the game has its own meta game, which requires you to understand how to play the game. Kind of like a gameception kind of situation here, which uh, I, I I feel could, could have done with a little polish. Yeah, but... Um, while that is true, I mean, I also feel that the game is not so hard that it's uninviting, clearly. Because I've seen a number of people who otherwise are not familiar with technology. Yeah. They've figured out how to sideload this on iPhone and Android and start playing it in India. And I, I don't think it's stopping anybody from, from trying the game out. No, because again, it begs the question, right? Are people playing this because of AR or are people playing this because of Pokemon? And it's evident that everyone's playing it because they have a history with the license. They have a history with the characters. They've watched the TV show. They've seen, they've played games on other platforms. So it, it's got that appeal. It's got that mass appeal. So the fact is, if you are that interested or invested in something, you will find a way to play it. And yeah, I, I just feel that there's nothing, it wouldn't have hurt the Pokemon company and Niantic to make it a little more easy to use. That's all. Yeah, true. My complaint with the game is that you go to these gyms and each gym has be already been captured by somebody who's at some crazy level like yeah. 15, 20, 22, something like that. And when a new player starts, you can start battling at level 5. Yeah. So when you start battling, you already are at a major disadvantage because a person in front of you 
has some uh, Pokemon with maybe 500, 600, 700 combat points. Whereas the best Pokemon you've got may have like 150 combat points if you're lucky. Right, so, but like forget this, like this is how people who are at least like siloed in the game or like yeah. I have gone to the extent of like going to US or like an Australian app store and getting the game on an iPhone. Yeah. But like what about the people who will actually like start coming onto the game when the game officially launches here? Like what is going to be the case for them and everyone including us is at level 20 and they'll be like, Oh God, we should we even try this? Yeah, it, it, there is a potential where the level gap between newbies and and the hardcore players or experienced players becomes a little too wide. And I do agree that could become a point of concern. Uh, but then at the same time, uh, let's not forget that, th that there is a possibility, and this is the case for a lot of mobile games, uh, where uh, at, the, at launch, in order to bring in a sense of popularity, developers tend to put bots or automated accounts to capture certain areas or to make it seem lively. So let's not rule out the fact that there is a possibility that some of these gyms we're seeing with super high CP is probably being run by Niantic. Itself. Yeah, but that's pretty much like every single gym I have encountered so far. I haven't seen any gym where there's a player less than level 13, level 15 who's captured. I think it has sort of, sort of increased over the time. Like, so the game sort of came out around Thursday, right? Yeah. So people started side running around that time. So like the first day I played it was on, on Friday when I came into work. And that time I did not see every gym captured in every area. Even if it was captured, there was like one player. But now if you go around this, and at least three players in every gym sort of controlling with their team. Yeah, so now like recently I was looking at a gym close to my house and in front of my eyes it went from blue to red to yellow. So there were people standing over there fighting over the gym at the same time. So yeah, I'm guessing the bot problem might have been there in the first few days. Yeah. But right now I guess it's it's probably all real players who yeah. have no life just roam around <laughs> all day catching Pokemon. No, but uh, the other factor that, 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 that worries me a bit is the fact that you, you have people already worrying about uh, post-game content or rather post, sorry, post-launch support because fine, the launch has been great regardless of it being official or not. Uh, however, uh, when people have managed to data mine the APKs, they notice that, okay, the, the, the first piece of sponsored content is going to be with McDonald's where certain McDonald's outlets might essentially become Pokemon gyms or Pokestops. Uh, and, and, and then yes, there's a, there are other things coming in like trading. Trading is going to come back. Uh, there are new items coming in to help you evolve your creatures better or perform better. But barring that, is there anything more to it? And that's that, that's a question a lot of players at least have been raising. At least those in India, whoever's been playing it regularly, have been asking such questions. So, I mean, it's just a matter of time till hopefully we see an official release and take things from there. Yeah, but before they have an official release in India, they really need to fix this number of Pokestops and gyms over here. Yeah, We've had so many readers writing in to yeah. complain that there are not enough gyms in their city or in their town yeah. or in their locality. Not enough Pokestops. That doesn't give them anything to play with. And the problem is that in a place like India, population density is so high. Yeah. That if you assume that the number of players are going to be, the, even if you assume that number of players are the same as that in the US, these players are going to be concentrated in a very small area. Yeah. So that leaves very little room for newbies. Once again, we come back to the same point. Yeah. At least there should be something in the game where you are matched against players your own level. So there's at least some hope for your Pokemon to take so, on what, what they like, have. So building on that, like gyms could sort of like use like a level system. Yeah. Like, they could be like, if you are fire level, then the gym will sort of only give, show you players who are around like between say four to seven. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, and the higher you go, sort of like gym sort of becomes like that. Essentially yeah. a matchmaking system. Yeah. And yeah. that's something a lot of games employ. And it's something that's been around for, for a long time. It's something that, yes, at the right, maybe when they hit the right number of what they consider a right uh, number of people, 
they might imp implement that but that's something i feel is required it's a very valid point and it's it's not just people in other city it's not just people in cities like indore or or bangalore or, who or bengaluru who have a problem with uh, uh, with with the density of poker stops it's, it's the same problem in mumbai as well there are uh, there, there are some locations where poker stops are within 50 meters from each other there are others where for long stretches you won't find anything and uh, it it does hamper the experience quite a bit yeah that is that because is it's also like depending on ingress as she said which is why like if you have if you study like newer roads like the eastern freeway in mumbai you will see that because it's depending on data which is sort of like i'm guessing a year or two old yeah. or more there's literally no poke stops or pokemon showing up on those patches because sort of the, that that either that all of the the road is sort of being taken from google maps it sort of doesn't register in the ingress database which why doesn't register in the pokemon database by effect yeah they really need to work on their database in india the other problem i guess sort of we can't really compare, complain about that until we get an official launch cuz sort of that could be fixed potentially even then i mean uh, they had planned a global rollout at some point right if, if yeah. our initial report said it was not too far away yeah at the time of recording this podcast the game is finally available in the uk and germany uh, australia new zealand uh, australia new zealand and the us got it last week uh i'm hearing that uh, at, at least from what developers have told me with their experience with apple and uh, with apple has essentially been that uh, the app store refreshes every thursday to give people the, the friday and the weekend to make purchases browse mm. the store at length so uh with uk just hitting and today being a thursday i won't be surprised if we see a global rollout in the works where it, it reaches more countries by the end of the day or or by tomorrow so it's just a matter of when and uh, a re the reason why it's been taking so long has because uh, surprisingly uh, niantic and the pokemon company have uh, weren't able to gauge the popularity and uh, they, they, their servers are getting hammered to the point where if i decide to go for a walk at 11:30 pm and i decide to take out my smartphone and and see what pokemon are in the area i will get a server error issue yeah this is the extent to which pokemon go has pushed us rishi is actually going for a walk at 11:30 pm yeah then a game has succeeded yeah clearly it's, it's not i don't know if it's succeeded as much as the curiosity around it and the fact that it's it, i mean if you think about it it's that kind of game which ends up being water cooler conversation it's that kind of game that that has a cultural relevance or impact because you have so many people playing it and caring about it it's more to do about the fear of missing out and the curiosity around it rather than the game design itself yeah this is like every other app that became really popular like say a whatsapp even though it's not yeah. the same genre why are you on whatsapp because my friends are on whatsapp exactly similarly with pokemon go why do you play pokemon go my friends because are playing yeah, how can i miss out 90% of my friends are playing so sort of i have to now i guess yeah but exactly we had a lot of readers writing in yeah. asking how to install it even though we have articles detailing yeah. exactly how you can install it even though it's yeah. not officially available but actually, but and i think the the motivation is, is quite amusing right because people are playing it because we're essentially playing it people are playing it because of the fear of missing out and because their friends are there but if you look at the game and how it's positioned it's because you want to be the best and you got to catch them all <laughs> so that dissonance is extremely amusing for me yeah so my uh, second biggest complaint with this game is the app is incredibly buggy now i i don't think it's all to do with uh, the, the bug in the app part of these problems are due to connectivity but then if you had a global rollout in mind you have to plan for the fact that people will not have good internet in some places so the what happens is when i try to catch pokemon at times as soon as the uh, pokeball is like as soon as the pokemon goes inside the pokeball 
uh, it just freezes over there. And this has happened multiple times and it's not just me, we've spoken to multiple people and they've complained about the same thing. Sometimes the app just stops responding randomly. Yeah. You just, uh, you know, you, you can hear the music, but you can't tap anything on the screen. Sometimes it keeps logging you out. So there are so many bugs. Part of these are server issues because they couldn't anticipate the popularity yeah. of the game. But most of it, I guess, has to do with uh, poor design for low connectivity. Yeah, like, so when your game is logging you out, like, I've played it, like, thrice over the week. And if I had to, like, sign into my Google account. Also, like, even if you say, remember this computer, apparently the app behaves like a new login every time. So yeah. I had to, like, log in five times with two-factor on. And it's just sort of, like, pissing off after a while. Yeah, yeah. if you have that OTP like, that's not, that's on. That's not down to, like, yeah. app design. like it's, I mean, or, or, like, not having enough servers. That's down to, like app issues itself. And yeah. what's puzzling in all of this is that it's essentially at the end of the day at its core it's a Japanese game. It, it's based on an IP that, that's originated from Japan. Japan doesn't have a release date yet which I find extremely odd as well. And if you look at the app store ratings in whichever countries it's out it's hovering around 3.8, 3.9 which isn't out of out of five stars which isn't that good. And it, it, it just goes to show that it's not just those of us who are sideloading who have issues. It's even those in other countries who are playing it officially who have who have issues as well. So, like I said, it feels like it's been, you know, rushed out of the gate to meet whatever reason. But it's worked for them. I mean, Nintendo's stock price is at, a, is at, a, as it, is at its highest since 2011. So, If I had to guess, well, I mean, I can't really guess why, why Australian New Zealand got it first. But if I had to guess why it was rushed out at that time, is the only reason that makes sense for US and UK is because the summer is around. Yeah. But, but then, uh, Australia and New Zealand do make sense because they're usually countries where... Uh, a lot of game developers and app developers use them as soft launch territory yeah. because you have a mentality of uh, of 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 buying and and you know checking out new apps in these countries. They're, they're good to check and tweak certain design sensibilities, uh, and but uh, that would ex that essentially explained why Australia and New Zealand got it first. Yeah, they're, they're big enough as population, but they're not big yeah. enough to crash your servers. Yeah, and they still provide English language. Yes, yeah. so they're test markets, and because of Pokemon being Pokemon, the word got around that this has happened, which is why they. To me, at least, it seems that's why they, it's a knee-jerk reaction to, to, to have a release in the US and therefore roll out. Okay, let's uh, you know, step out of our reviewer's boots for a while yeah. and talk about our experiences with the game in, in the sense that um, which levels we are and what are our favorite Pokemon that, that we've got so far, which are the most powerful Pokemon yeah. we have. I guess Akhil, you start. Right, so right th at this point, I'm sort of like getting f fed up of like Rattats and Pidgeys, which I think <laughs> my most got. I think I... Followed by Doduo, but I guess the good point is eventually if you catch all of like more of them, basically which is sort of properly described as a grind, you will be able to like sort of evolve them further. Yeah, and and reach the next level in, in for that Pokemon itself. Yeah, I hope but like which is basically the game is sort of inviting you to like log in for like an hour or two every day for like yeah. weeks on end to base get to the next level. Yeah, I know I'm complaining a little too much, but I would like to point out one more problem is just that this. Pokemon distribution is just crazy. Like in my like where I live in in that area, I think I've caught at least fifteen Doduos. Every time I go out for a walk, I sit at home. Whatever I do, it's almost like this Doduo keeps popping in front of me. So much so that I managed to evolve it to the next level. And similarly, like around uh, the office area that we are in right now, there's so many Rattatas and Pidgeys that that those are the only Pokemon you seem to catch. Yeah, which by now I have like Rattasite, Raticate, Raticate, yeah. sorry, Raticate yeah. and Pidgeotto. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, in my case, I'm around level 7 or level 8. Uh, I've Since I've been walking around, I managed to catch a Psyduck, which is great for pure meme value. So yeah. Somebody put a lure in my area and I caught a Psyduck over there. Yes. Two actually, two so, Psyducks. 
for me it's basically a Psyduck and the starter one being uh, uh, being uh, Bulbasaur because you know blue team yeah, represents same yeah blue so, team Bulbasaur uh, it's it's pretty <laughs> all of us are blue team yeah <laughs> yes, somehow, even though we never coordinated I mean, that we have a couple of people uh, uh, on the team uh, on in the office who prefer the red team for some reason Ooh. but but the red but but honestly. I mean, I think what what's it called? Uh, team Valor. Uh, team Valor is red. But, Mystic is blue. Yeah. But Team yeah. Valor is essentially the Slytherin of the Pokemon Go universe. So I don't know why anyone would choose. Yeah, it's all that. about just like power and controlling yeah. everything. So that. Yeah. You, so which are your best Pokemon so far? Like, like I said, Psyduck. Not because of CP or anything, but just for pure meme value and just piss people off. Yeah. I have an audition Dratini, which are like in the late one seventies, but that's it. Yeah, the, my, mine was actually a Tangela initially. I caught a 222 CP Tangela somehow. And then uh, I evolved my 50,000 Doduos into a Dodrio, which became a 238 combat point uh, monster. And then, uh, yeah, I had 50,000 Rattatas, which I evolved into a Raticate. That somehow became 215 CP. Alright, that's, yeah, that's, that's one more thing. Yeah, I got a Raticate like half an hour. Yeah, so this Raticate is insanely powerful. Like from 70 CP, my Rattata went to 220 CP Raticate. Yeah, which has to just show like, I mean, is this kind of like some problem here yeah. in like evolving Pokemon? I, I, I don't know. It also depends how many stages of evolution you have. And uh, to me, what, what I what I feel is that the real work is going to begin once the game hits enough people, wherein there are going to be balancing issues and balancing concerns. It's something we've seen in other games as well. It's it's a it's a normal thing where okay, the game is out. There are people finding exploits. There are people finding bugs. There are people finding certain Pokemon overpowered. And it's it's been the case with a lot of games over over a period of time. It's it's going to be interesting to see how these are resolved in a situation like this. Because for, for, for all parties involved, it's probably one of the first times they're dealing with, a, where they're going to be dealing with balancing issues. If you compare it to, let's say, Call of Duty, Overwatch or Diablo, all of them have dealt with this. Yeah, over Blizzard is excellent at this. Overwatch yeah. is one of the most balanced games around. Yeah. Right so the, the thing is, the balance is going to be interesting in how it's maintained. Because the last thing you want is people, you know, sticking to the same set of Pokemon and getting stuff done. So, because the because the other the, the game's usual fire fire water and electric mechanic doesn't exactly hold true for for this specific version of the mm. game. The rock papers it, it, the rock paper scissors mechanic of balance doesn't hold true. So, how it manages is going to be a point of interest as well. Yeah, because so, I don't even know is there like a maximum that you can stretch your Pokemon by powering it up. So I've seen like I think a 300, 500, and a 700 pincer. So uh, it depends on the po like, uh, the level the Pokemon is when you catch or when you evolve it. Uh, so uh, you'll probably see a pincer with uh, maybe 650 CP. Uh, but then what happens is there's like a, a semicircular bar over the Pokemon. So it'll show you how powerful it is right now. So there is so, a maximum to how much you can power. Yeah. It up so like uh, when that semicircle is completed. Uh, that's when you know that th this is the max power for this right. Pokemon. So you can check for each Pokemon and you can uh, keep powering it up using whatever candy, Stardust or yeah, whatever Stardust, currency yeah. is there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, then once it's hit that complete semicircle, that means that's it. You can't go any further. But so far, I don't think I have like, any Pokemon that I want to power up anymore. I just want to catch more powerful Pokemon in this first place. Yep. Otherwise, I'm, I'm definitely not capturing any gyms in my area considering all these uh, people, college kids, I think most of them roaming around all day catching Pokemon. Yeah, but I sort of feel like because these people sort of like have more time than other people, eventually this is going to sort of push me away from the game. It's going to be like, well, everyone has the gyms already. So yeah. what's the point of me taking two hours out of my two, three days if these people have four hours or five hours every day? So yeah, I, I also don't understand that. But do you guys think it's going to be like, this is just a fad that's passing and it's viral now and when it launches officially it will go away or will it be something like a Candy Crush or a Clash of Clans that people keep playing on and on? So, uh, 
I think it's a question of what the what your definition is of of, of success in this case. And if you look at Clash of Clans and uh, Candy Crush, I mean, in, in, in the case of at least Candy Crush, the benchmark is essentially staying at the top of the charts for four years. Now, is, is this, do I see this going that far? Personally, no, for a variety of reasons. I believe that, uh, again, this is just purely my opinion. Nintendo's audience, is, the guys who play Pokemon would probably be the same people who play Mario or Zelda when they end up showing up on mobile. So I have a feeling there will be some sort of overlap in audience and that would reduce some of its appeal over time. But most importantly, what worries me is how the game is going to sustain itself. How often content patches are going to roll out, what, can, what we can expect in terms of the game going forward. That's what's going to be the bigger draw. And I'm and considering that the, that the core design itself isn't, doesn't have that much depth, I'm, that, that's what worries me. I think it's not, It's going to be somewhere in between. It's not going to be as big as Candy Crush or Clash of Clans, but it's not going to end up being a fad like Draw something. It's going to be somewhere in between. Uh, and that's simply because I can't see them revolutionize or evolve the gameplay beyond what's already there. There's no. You're not going to do anything more than tap, swipe, hold in terms of core second to second gameplay. You will be able to trade Pokemon. You'll be able to go to new Pokestops. Great, you can do all that. But is that enough to keep give the game legs? I don't think so. Akil? I'm not sure like if, how long the game will last because that depends on like Nintendo's power and Nintendo has showed that it has the entry power about the staying power I guess we'll find out because which sort of like it annoys me that Nintendo is not clever enough to like get more of its software out of its hardware like it, it cannot like hasn't sold hardware compared to other people in the past five years on the same it, level it should have launched which is why it makes sense to get ago. characters like Mario and Zelda out of them and get them on other platforms where mm -hmm. people are you can't push people towards the platforms you want them to anymore in the same day and age yeah, that's, but, that's really why, sad, yeah. Yeah, which is why Pokemon Go shows that they have a lot of staying power outside their platform if they want to go there. Yeah, so the next two games that are coming in, I think Fire Emblem, Animal Crossing, right? Uh, um, yeah, Fire Emblem and Animal Crossing, eventually Mario will make an appearance in some yeah, form. Yeah, so that's a problem, right? Right now, Pokemon uh, Pokemon Go, I think, mostly is popular because it has Pokemon. Otherwise, yeah. we had Ingress. Ingress never reached yeah, any level of popularity. It's not like AR games are making a resurgence, as yeah. some people are claiming. It's more of because it's Pokemon. Yeah, they're cute, if, they're nice, yeah. I recognize them if from my childhood. If it was an AR, cool AR game, with like without the Pokemon, it wouldn't be a top wouldn't of the right now. Yes. Yeah. I, I, that's what, I don't know if a Fire Emblem or an Animal Crossing, which people have not even heard of in India mostly, uh, would be as popular as a Pokemon Go. But assuming it was a Mario game that was coming in next, sure shot hit. Like, it yeah. doesn't matter what age, what what kind of yeah, person you are. Yeah, if you could you play are. Mario yeah. while sitting on your office desk and it's like on the table itself, why wouldn't you want to? No, and it also depends what form they're going to take because uh, the, the next few games are not going to be by Niantic, they're going to be done by Dena. D-N-E-A hmm. or however yeah, it's called. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to be interesting to see how they do that. But I mean, at least the thing is, even if you look at it globally, those two are, are still, I mean, they're not on the level of Mario or Zelda, but they're still they're still competent enough for a lot of the fans to bother with. However, yeah, once the Mario's once the Mario's and Zeldas do show up, then it'll be interesting. But as the game itself, I I don't see how that can sustain. Okay, yeah. so I think that's all we have for the episode this week, and we will see you again with another episode of Orbital next week. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at Gadgets360.